Welcome to, an, to another episode of Love Revival. In today's episode, we have once again with us uh, a great guest all the way from the UK. It's no other than Ian Andrews. God bless you, Ian. God bless you, Ian. Ian, for those that don't know you, you have been in the ministry for almost 50 years. Yes. And one of the things that God is doing a lot uh, where you walk with him is, is manifesting healing and you pray for a lot of people, you minister out of a gift <laughs> and yep. the gift is given through you. And, uh, and you have been all over the place, around the world and, and there's so much in your history that is fantastic and people can Google your name and find out more. Uh, and get your resources and you love to equip people to do the work of the ministry or, or ministering to people. Uh, so that's partially a little nutshell of who Ian Andrews is uh, or are. But today we're gonna, you right now you have uh, uh, been traveling and you have been to Australia and we're gonna Head, uh, go right into your experience that you had there and how it impacted you. Uh, yes, it impacted me more than most other experiences in 50 years. Um, I had a phone call from a pastor I'd never met um, in July and he said, we want you to come to Australia. You can stay as long as you like, but we want everybody in the church praying for the sick when you leave. Mm -hmm. That was the mandate. And I said, well, how long can I stay? He said, stay as long as you like. I said, well, I can partially do it in a weekend and I can also take six months. I mean, you've got to be a lot more realistic. So, um, and then he wanted me to come in the winter time in mm -hmm. Australia. Mm -hmm. So he said, I can put three churches together and they will bring you in. Mm -hmm. the, um, the first one is in Cairns, the second one is a town called Bendigo, and then you come to me in Adelaide, and uh, we will cover everything, come for like five days. And I said, I've just got in from America, and um, if I come to Australia, it's going to take that long to get over jet lag. I mean, it's a 21-hour flight, and um, he... He then said, I don't care what it costs, I just want you to come. So they very kindly arranged to pay for business class all the way, mm -hmm. and I could sleep, so that was very helpful. Mm -hmm. I got to the church in Cairns, and I was surrounded by children. And when I was in Toronto, when I was a lot younger, during the revival, a prophet was in Toronto, and he asked me to stand up and he said, you're going to have a children's ministry. Mm -hmm. And I thought, this is ridiculous. I'm as old as <laughs> Noah um, in, in children's minds. But all these children gathered round and it was obvious God wanted to equip the children. Mm -hmm. And there was a, a, a completely born deaf and dumb mute mm. that got healed through two 11-year-olds wow. when they prayed. My God. There was a four-year-old who... Mm -hmm. He was called Elijah, and I told him, I said, probably your hands will get hot as you pray. So he walked toward this man who was a policeman who had crushed his knees 
and he basically got two new knees instantly. Mm -hmm. He was jumping up and down, healed, he could go back on the police force, he didn't have to have a desk job. Everything was great. Then we get to Bendigo, and it's a city where they've discovered the largest gold deposit ever found anywhere in the world in all time. Mm -hmm. And it's a funny little town, but um, they told me, um, we had an earthquake the other day, mm -hmm. and it's not on an earthquake zone, Australia. Mm -hmm. And 50 plus years ago, I had a prophecy that I would minister where the tremors were. Mm -hmm. I would minister in earthquake zones, but they would never happen while I was there. Mm -hmm. But if they happened two or three days before I got there, it was a sign revival was coming. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people have prophecies and then forget them, but this was 50 years in the making. Mm -hmm. And um, I got to the meeting and the presence of God was so thick that you didn't know whether to stand or lie. Um, it was already there. And I just said to the worship leader, you've got revival coming, starting tonight. Wow. Scrap your program mm -hmm. and just focus on Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he started to sing how beautiful you are. Mm -hmm. And the presence of God came, people were laughing, crying, weeping, jumping, mm -hmm. doing everything. And um, that, that revival is still going. Wow. But it's an evangelistic one, so mm -hmm. the 60 people in the church go out on the street the next day mm -hmm. and they lead 30 to the Lord. Yeah. So then the 90 go out the next day and lead another 100 to the Lord. Wow. <laughs> and it's still going. Yes. Um, and from there, I go to Adelaide mm -hmm. and uh, they felt the tremor too. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, what are we going to do? And in the front of the church for two days, they'd closed the Christian school. Mm -hmm. So all these children are lying on beanbags, mm -hmm. filling the actual front of the church, yeah. the altar area. Mm -hmm. And it was obvious God wanted to use the children. Mm -hmm. And so that night we had an incurable section, which, um, if I'm honest, it frightened me. Mm. I mean, there was the blind, the lame, the deaf, the dumb, the crippled, mm. everything yeah. in three rows. Mm -hmm. And the children emptied it that night. Mm. Wow. People were healed. Mm. And by the Sunday, the presence of the Lord was so strong that I stood up to speak and I said, um, I can always bring a message, but God hasn't given me one. Mm. And there was one refugee there that was from the South Sudan. Mm. She was a product of rape, and yeah. she'd been raped many times in the mm. South Sudan. And she fell off her seat screaming her head off mm. for about five minutes. And I said, look, obviously God is touching her, God's doing something don't go near her, don't lay hands on her, don't pray for her, don't stop her. And then she burst into laughter. Wow. And the whole church got hit with laughter about probably a good five, six hundred people. Mm -hmm. And um, every time somebody got up to the pulpit, they fell down laughing, they couldn't mm -hmm. speak. Mm -hmm. And 
I went into the church on the Monday, it was an empty building, and the presence of God was strong. So mm. they've, they're still going. Mm. Um, they're enjoying the presence like they've never known it. Wow. And um, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who prays for the sick in that church, mm -hmm. the pastor got his desire. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want just the elders praying. Mm -hmm. He didn't want one or two special people praying. He wanted everybody. And it just seems like it doesn't matter who prays for them in that church, they get mm -hmm. healed. And uh, he mentioned to me something that was very significant. He said, when you came to earth, God sent you with a scroll. And the reason you have a scroll is it contains your destiny. Mm -hmm. And frankly, I'd never heard anything like this. And he said, have a look at your scroll and open it and you'll see how God has led you all through the years. Mm. If there's any blockages, then um, pray into them. And uh, I opened my scroll and I could see how God had led me. And one thing stood out. In 1971, Catherine Coleman prayed for me. Mm -hmm. And she said, I was the first one of 70 that she was imparting her anointing to. Mm. And I've never done anything with it because God told me not to be a superstar, but mm -hmm. to build a mountain of men and women. Mm -hmm. And uh, 50 odd years later, the anointing that I received at Catherine Coleman is repeated in Adelaide. Mm -hmm. And it's so strong that I nearly fall down. Wow. And since that time, um, that's a new aspect that I carry that, mm. that um, are suddenly broken loose, mm. but it's half a century old, yeah, yeah. and um, I'm enjoying that immensely. Yeah. What 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 would you, what would you call that? Is it time of refreshing? Is it Is it the glory of the Lord? Is it the presence? Um, the presence was present to heal. It's more than heal. Um, Okay, it's more it's than revival. healing. It's, it's more revival. than healing. Hearts, people coming to Christ. No, um, um, I, I've only seen it amongst Christians. I spend most of my life mm. equipping the church rather than going into mm. crusades. And um, I was speaking in a healing conference in America, a large one, and uh, I just felt that Catherine Coleman's theme song was, He Touched Me. Mm. and oh the yeah. joy that floods my soul. Mm. He touched me and he made me whole. Mm. And I, I just said, you know, why don't we sing this and see what happens? Mm -hmm. Everybody started to sing it and then the power of God hit and uh, for the first time in my entire life, I had a line of people wanting to testify to being healed mm. and this is what they said. I had arthritis for 22 years and now I'm whole wow. and I've never had people say I'm whole mm. I had arthritis and God's healed me wonderful mm. everybody claps mm. but everybody says I'm made whole mm -hmm. and mm. there's a difference between Catherine Coleman's anointing and the word of knowledge mm. the word of knowledge God involves me but with Catherine Coleman uh, she just followed what, what the Holy Spirit wanted to do yeah. around the meeting.
Yeah. And I understood finally, after 50 years, that, that she didn't have all these gifts that I thought she had, mm -hmm. but she simply followed where the Holy Spirit was moving. Mm. And that's been released um, in Australia, mm -hmm. in America, in Britain, in churches that I've spoken at. Mm. And it's something that I feel God's given me a mandate to release to churches, mm. um, not to individuals in churches. And until I was in Australia, mm. I'd never thought of a whole church having this anointing. Oh. But why not? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody's supposed to be praying for the sick, so mm -hmm. this is certainly a great help on the journey. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've had great fun since August experiencing this. Mm -hmm freshness of God yeah. has come again. Yes. And as I'm just, we, we're listening to you right now, Ian, I'm feeling, I just, a minute ago, I'm just feeling the power of God or the presence of God. You know, sometimes it's hard to mm. say what you're feeling, but it's, it's God. Yeah. God is here. And you know what? I believe there's people all over Scandinavia who's watching this by the, by the, by television or even on online that are longing for their home group to experience this presence, to longing to see their family uh, family get get under the, the cloud of God or their church or their denomination. Would you pray right now? It's so thick here right now. Yeah. Would you pray? Maybe I'm just me experiences. I'm not, I'm, I don't know. Would you pray? for people right now who's just sitting with, with empty hands, empty bowls, that their cup will runneth over. Come on, hallelujah. hallelujah. Father, <laughs> I'm feeling that. I just thank you for this release that, that actually came from mm. this anointing. And Lord, it's been released in churches in America. It's been thank released you, in churches in England. It'll be released in churches in Sweden and in Denmark. Lord, in the name of Jesus, release it to people that are watching by television right now. Mm, thank you. Holy Spirit, just come into their environment, come to where they are, come to where they're watching and touch them. Touch them deeply. Touch them with your love and your power in the name of mm. Jesus. Wonderful. Holy Jesus. Spirit, just move now and touch people. Thank you, Father. I've just got a picture of somebody standing. It's a lady. <coughs> and you're standing right by your refrigerator and you're opening the door. You had to get something out of it. And the pain that you felt in your body for many years is just leaving right now. Mm, thank you, Father. And the presence of God is coming over you and you're being healed. We have other people that have got stomach conditions. And just place your hand on your own stomach right now and relax and let the presence of the Lord just flow into your stomach, completely heal you. In Jesus' mighty name. 
we've got somebody that's breathing into kind of an oxygen cylinder. And, and right now the presence of God is coming over Thank you God. and into your lungs. And you'll be able to breathe again. You're being touched by mm. Father's love for you. Mm. And there's so many things happening, you can't really grasp hold of it, but if the presence of God is over you, touching you, write into the programmed people and let them know and give God all the glory in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. It is so thick right now, it's beautiful. Yeah. I'm feeling the power of God go up and down in my lower legs, up to the knee and down. It's going up and down. Maybe you are feeling exactly what I'm feeling. God is operating on your legs right now. Go ahead and move. Go ahead and stand up from the sitting position or move around and let that mobility, let your legs start moving as it might not be able to move before. Right now, in Jesus' name. I'm also feeling, I'm feeling, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling something and I believe somebody else is feeling what I'm feeling right now. And I'm feeling God is stirring the most holy emotions. The most holy emotions and thus persuading you that this is not something that is, you know, just theories or something happening to, to certain individuals. But this is happening to you right now. He's stirring by the, by the Spirit of God the most holy emotions, and it's wonderful. It is beautiful. It's like honey on the inside of you. It's joy. It's peace that surpasses all, overrides all your anxiety and mistrust. <laughs> In Jesus' name. And it's so beautiful. Wonderful Jesus. You, you said arthritis earlier. I, don't, I can't remember if you prayed about it, but when I'm reminded what you said about arthritis, there's somebody who heard the testimony mm. of arthritis that is getting touched right now. You have been suffering a long time with arthritis in your flesh, in your bones, in your flesh and in bones, and you are getting touched right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful Jesus. It is, it is so beautiful. Do you believe, do you believe, are you feeling the presence of God? Oh, yeah. You can say yes or no. Oh, come yes. on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, sometimes, oh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm feeling it and it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's tangible. Yeah. And it's very much transferable. Yeah. Uh, could it be that you were, that what God did in Australia? that you are like, you are carrying something out of that experience. Oh, definitely. And definitely. it can be released right yeah. now yeah. in this TV show and can do a touchdown yeah. for somebody, yeah. somebody's family, home group, or even church. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, that's the experience with, uh, you know, you've been through so many moves of God mm. and heard the testimonies. Somebody came to Toronto get prayed for, get sapped mm. in the spirit. And then they came home to their little home group or church and it breaks out. Yeah. What is that? 
talk to us. Well, I think God wants to impart to everyone. He loves everyone equally the same. And, and if he blesses me in a greater way, then he blesses me so that I can give it away mm. and equip others mm -hmm. um, rather than hold it all to myself and guard it lest anybody else encroaches on it. Mm. Um, it's not a selfish thing, it's an unselfish thing. And we have an unselfish God who wants to recklessly love everybody. Mm. And uh, yes, it can be taken advantage of, but he's not bothered about that. He just wants to love on people. Mm. And healing is part of the love. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, what I'm feeling right now is that people are experiencing what we are experiencing right now. I would be very surprised if they weren't. No. Yeah. And I believe, and what, what I see is that they are, they are going to see it, they're going to see a sovereign move, you know, a, a limited move maybe or whatever. There's somebody who's going to come to their home group, not say a word maybe, and just the same touch will come there. And people will not know where it come from. It come from God. <laughs> but it's, it's very much, it's, it's tangible, it's so transferable right now, and it's beautiful. So do as Andrew said, let us know what's happening. We want to hear from you. You can go to loverevival.com and just give us a message on the web page or contact us through email or social media. So go ahead and do that. Are you, are you experiencing something else that you want us to pray for? No. No? Um, when, it comes to, when it comes to word of knowledge, um, you demonstrated, I was in a meeting yesterday where you demonstrated be before a crowd how it can work. Uh, usually we used, we used to, the evangelists get a word of knowledge, there's somebody here who has mm. a back pain <laughs> yeah. somewhere, yeah. and you said you don't need a word of knowledge for that. But what I saw you do yesterday was take a man by the hand and, and then mm. God started to take you back in that person's history. Take us through one other story like that and let us know how, how can that, how is God operating like that and how, what does it, what is, what good comes out of it? Right. When I was a very young man um, and I was in the church that had the revival, mm -hmm that Harry Greenwood came from. Um, I would listen on a Saturday night to either a Jack Coe tape or a William Branham tape. Mm -hmm. and, and it was way before he went off theologically. And uh, he had a real gift, mm -hmm. uh, speaking of William Branham. And I remember vividly that he called a lady up and. Uh, and he asked her a few questions. Uh, I don't know you, do I? And the lady said, no, sir, you don't. And he said, you don't know me? And she, and she said, no, I don't. And he said, well, if I told you about your past, would you believe it was God? Mm -hmm. And I'm a servant of God. And she said, yes. And so he said, well, um, yesterday you broke two cups and saucers and you've got a nervous condition. Mm 
And she said, yes, sir, I have. And then he said, um, uh, you've also got an ankle problem. And she said, yes, that's correct. Mm -hmm. And then he said, well, just so that you'll really know God knows who you are, your name is Mrs. Ann Jones, and you live at 1732 uh, Richmond Street, Vermont, USA. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? And she said, yes. Mm -hmm. And he didn't pray for her. But with all that information, mm -hmm. that God knows her personally by name, mm -hmm. um, brought her into faith where she could just accept the healing. Mm -hmm. And that had a profound effect on me. So I'm driving in the car one day, speaking in tongues, and I get Mrs. Alexander, mm -hmm. and I get an address. Mm -hmm. And I'm heading to a church to preach, mm -hmm. and it's a Baptist church in England. Mm -hmm. When I get there, the pastor says, what are you going to preach about? And I said, healing. And he said, not in my church, you're not. Mm -hmm. So I, it, it was an aborted journey. So before I left... I said, do you have a Mrs. Alexander in the church? And he said, yeah, we've got two. Which one do you know? Mm -hmm. And I had to take a deep breath and say, the one that lives in Woodruff Street or something it was, mm -hmm. I can't remember now, mm -hmm. but um, something like that. And he said, oh, yes, he said, uh, yes. I mean, she's very ill. It's very sad. Mm -hmm. But I got in my car and I drove home again because... Um, I didn't know the exact address, I knew the street address and I knew the name mm -hmm. and obviously it was part of the training of God that he was mm -hmm. asking me, one day you'll move in this. Yeah, yeah. And um, then I was doing a conference in America and uh, one man said from the platform, Branham had this very special gift that only he had. And I thought the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, tell him he's wrong. There are no special gifts. They are there so that you equip others to do the same thing all the time. Mm -hmm. And I, I told him afterwards, I said, I don't think it was special. I think that he failed to communicate how it worked. And he said, well, trust me, I was in the meetings and it was special. Mm -hmm. But then he started to do it himself. Mm -hmm. And then I started to do it just for fun and just mm. hoping it might work. Mm. And it started there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's not like a simple word of knowledge for healing. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you get pictures from the past and that shows them that God knew them, God was there, his mm -hmm. care was there, and he loved them even before they were saved. They actually came from God carrying a destiny that many people don't reach, but a lot of people that are Christians can look at their scroll and they can see where God is taking them. And it creates a future for them mm -hmm. and a hope. So no matter where they are now, obviously you can't... Um, understand God mm -hmm. and you've always got more and more of God to experience mm. and uh, I started to move in this um, very tentatively mm -hmm. and I did last night as you said in the meeting um, it was very tentative there that, that, that 
I don't know if this is going to work. Mm -hmm. um, I don't make it work, I just make mm -hmm. myself available as a channel for God to flow through. Mm. Um, the information is very basic, but mm. the results are very spectacular. Ian, it's been a pleasure to have you here, and uh, the, the realm of word of knowledge is, is, is great, and it's, we could take hours to talk about this. Yeah. And, uh, but thank you for being with us, and thank you for praying for the viewers and us. I and, uh, hope to have you back in the Love Revival studio. And, uh, I would love that. Thank we, you very we much. We say God bless you, and have a great time on your journey here in Sweden. Thank you. Thank you very much. And for you that have been watching, uh, we just want to say God bless you and know that God is a Father that loves you unconditionally.